Hidden headlines. Hello, everybody. Brian Sussman here. These are the stories that the secular media will not talk about. And these are the stories whereby we bring God into it like nobody else does. This is for news beginning the week of Monday, November 12th, a collection of stories. This first story has actually been covered by the secular media. Uh, They have gone on the attack, if anything, towards this pastor, at least covering the news, showing their bias. But this is a pastor in Chicago who kicked a cross-dresser out of his church. Um, It's a Facebook video of this Sunday night encounter that shows the pastor, Antonio Rockamore of Powerhouse International Ministries, asking an unidentified man to step out in the aisle. And the pastor says, can you leave my church and go put on man clothes and don't come here like that no more? I hold a standard in here. Whatever you do on the outside is your business, but I will not let drag queens come in here. If you're going to come in here, you're going to dress like a man. And there were shouts of amen, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So the pastor says, he did this in a Facebook Live video uh, a day or two later. He said, this man is a full member of Powerhouse International Ministries. He's a member. He joined us earlier in the year. And uh, he said, first of all, anybody that knows me knows I don't bash anything. The reason why I don't bash nothing is because you start bashing things, then you're separating them. I don't separate sin. Sin is sin. So the bottom line is, I don't know if this man had been warned before. See, it would be, first of all, if the pastor is truly motivated by the Holy Spirit, in other words, if God told him to call this guy out the way he called him out, then I can't argue. Um, For those of you who have listened to my Another Chance podcasts, you have heard, especially in podcast number two, how the Lord specifically told me to talk to uh, the particular subject in question, and that's John. And I did so in terms that were very harsh, and some might say pretty weird, but God spoke to me, and God used that to turn John's life around, and now he's been a pastor for many, many years. So listen, if the pastor was told by God to address this guy in this particular fashion, or perhaps he had been warned, don't come to our church dressed like that anymore. Okay, that's a different story altogether. But I could tell you how we handle this in a congregation that I'm a part of. Now, again, I have a, uh, I'm, <laughs> you've heard of bisexuals. I'm, I'm bi-congregational. So I do attend and am a part of a Christian church. And I am a part of a Messianic synagogue. So this happened at the Christian church. Um, in this particular fellowship for about a year, and this particular fellowship does have a lot of a lot of different types of people coming. These people that are out of the mainstream of society will actually attend this congregation. It may be because of the free pancakes before the service. I'm serious. It may be. And in fact, that's part of the intention. Give them the pancakes, they'll come, and then we can get them in and preach the word to them. But uh, this guy was coming for the better part of a year, and he dressed just really odd, cross-dressing, but kind of sloppy, unkempt cross-dressing. And he was clearly trying to be a woman, complete with makeup, but he was clearly a man. Um, I think he went by the name Andrea, if I remember correctly. And we would call him Andrea, but we would also use male pronouns to address him, at least I did. I remember one time he needed a ride home, 
And I said, I'll take him home. Right in front of him, I said, I'll take him home. There was another time where my wife was engaged in a, a conversation with him. And she said, Andrea, you're a very handsome man. And she didn't do this to provoke him. She was being honest. Andrea, you're a handsome man. And uh, Andrea actually responded by saying, well, thank you. We, we lost track of the guy. I don't know whatever happened to him, but he was obviously very, very confused. And uh, my prayer all these years later has been that he came to know the Lord. Uh, but I don't know. But that's my prayer nonetheless. So, you know, you handle these things, I think, sensitively, and you handle them as the Lord would have you to handle them. Now, what if Andrea came and he was dressing provocatively? Okay, that'd be a different story altogether. We got kids there. You want modesty in, uh, in the house of the Lord. So each situation is individual in its own right. Uh, continuing with news in hidden headlines. This is another story. And again, you'll find all these stories at briansussman.com, of course. This has to do with a group of Satanists filing a lawsuit against Netflix and Warner Brothers for falsely depicting their goat-headed idol, Baphomet, in the new spinoff of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So this is a very popular show on television. Uh, it's a Netflix, Warner Brothers product. And uh, they have been using this image of Baphomet. And now the Satanic Temple says, no, that's our statue. And that statue has been depicted in four episodes of your seri uh, series. We, uh, we want $50 million. So, so the, the Satanists have lawyered up and they're suing. Listen, we can laugh all we want, but I will tell you, uh, the, the Satanists are real. Uh, they are tapping into dark power. And we can't forget that these people are filled with evil and do conduct evil deeds. I've said this before in Hidden Headlines. I'll say it again. Um, I was involved many years ago in uh, a documentary that exposed the deep, dark underbelly of the satanic world in America. The video was called America's Best Kept Secret. It's no longer available, but it was through that video, which ended up, by the way, being used uh, by the FBI as a training uh, video, we were told. Uh, it, it, th this is all real. These people are real. They have tapped into a certain sense of power, and uh, it's frightening. But I just find it interesting that they're, su they're suing Netflix. <laughs> I, am a, I am a huge fan of Tim Tebow. I, I just love this guy, and he's set to host the upcoming CBS competition series, The Million Dollar Mile, which, interestingly enough, is being produced by LeBron James. Uh, Tebow, of course, I mean, my gosh, what a great college athlete, two-time national champion, first-round NFL draft pick after being a Heisman Trophy winner, uh, college football analyst on ESPN, uh, did play three years in the NFL for the Broncos, the New York Jets, pursuing a professional baseball player as a member of the New York Mets organization, uh, this is a guy who has had supermodels as girlfriends, and they ended up bailing on him because he won't have sex with them. Uh, he is a stand-up guy. The media, can I tell you something? As a member of the secular media, because that's what I do, as some of you know in my other life, as a member of the secular media, I can tell you, and as a member of the secular media who has a sports radio station just down the hallway from where I broadcast on KSFO in San Francisco, uh, the sports media hates this guy, I'm, I'm, and it's palpable. And most of the people in the media hate him because 
I think it's spiritual. I think it's because he is a real Christian who walks the talk, and he's very bold about it. And I just, that's the only thing I can think, because by all accounts, he is a tremendous athlete. In fact, there's a great YouTube video, and you can poke around and find it for yourself, but it's a YouTube video of him warming up before one of his NFL games. I can't remember if he was playing for the Broncos or the Jets in this game, but he's literally warming up before the game, tossing the ball back and forth with somebody. And while he's, he's mic'd up, while he's tossing the ball back and forth, he's going, from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky, Lord, I lift your name on high. Doing that while he's throwing and catching the ball, he's singing worship songs. And I saw that and I thought, man, this guy, his faith in the Lord Jesus, Messiah Yeshua, is at a completely different level. So I'm a fan of this guy, and I only wish him well, and I I hope that he finds the right woman, and I hope that they make a lot of great kids that can can share this faith. All right, finally, on Hidden Headlines, and I hope you've enjoyed this edition, and I hope you will tell your friends about this edition, please. Um, I'm starting off, this is all a soft launch, we're not talking a lot about this, But I know that we will gain more listeners over time and as I start to market this product. But Hidden Headlines, this is our our kicker. Okay, this is the kicker. I, I love stories like this because they force our minds to become open to the mysterious nature of the Holy Spirit. And, and the Holy Spirit is such a, a lovely, wonderful, precious mystery. So this is a guy up in Wisconsin. Uh, he's a vet clinically dead sergeant first class jim bittner scheduled for surgery to clean plaque out of his arteries but prior to the surgery he went to the emergency room he was having shortness of breath started coughing up blood and so the family said all right listen you got to go to the emergency room now so he goes to the er Doctors at the ER said, listen, we can't help you at this hospital. So they take him in a helicopter, fly him someplace else in Wisconsin. And that's where he goes into cardiac arrest. I mean, full-blown cardiac. He was out. And doctors suffered. He suffered severe brain damage. According to his wife, Mary, his heart did not beat for over three minutes. 55 minutes his lung, lungs weren't sending adequate oxygen to the brain, so they thought, man, if this guy survives, he's going to be messed up. They called in a heart surgeon, and uh, they were able to pre- perform a surgery on this guy and still didn't know what the outcome was going to be, so they did the heart surgery. To the surprise of everyone, the next day after the surgery, the guy woke up woke up he woke up and he's doing fine i don't know where this guy is with the lord but uh i hope if he wasn't a follower he is now because man you talk about you talk about another chance right this guy received it okay speaking of another chance i've got the another chance podcast i really hope you'll you'll tell your friends about the podcast um i think we've had a lot of success thus far some of the feedback that I've received has been very, very encouraging. Um, All I can tell you is that there have been some lives that have been deeply touched by the podcast. Rescuing, uh, Adopting Josh is the name of the first podcast. The second is I'm Praying You'll Be Miserable. 
or no, Stop Praying, I'm Miserable. That's the name of the second about my friend John. Uh, there is a third that I'm about to launch here shortly, probably do it after Thanksgiving. It's about a dear friend of mine who was addicted to heroin at the age of 17. And so you'll be hearing that coming up. And I've got a couple others that are in production as well. So Hidden Headlines is uh, the weekly every Thursday. That's what you're listening to right now. Another Chance is another podcast. They're all available at briansussman.com. And please tell your friends to visit the site daily because I'm updating the news on the blog on a regular basis. All right. Signing off. Brian Sussman, Hidden Headlines. Thanks for listening.